And we're back. Surprise! A surprise, surprise episode. Big ol' surprise episode. I don't even think Chris knows. We're doing this nah, He texted everybody earlier and said, hey guys, no podcast this week. Well, guess what, Chris? We have our own podcast. We're in there, dog. And it's going to be Tim and I, and it'll be electric. It's going to be improv. It'll be awesome. Boom, boom. Yeah! Oh, y'all boys ready for this? Howdy, folks. Let's gather around for the best sports talk in town. Got our host, Aaron Timmon. Baby, can't get better than this. Give out all the power rankings. Laugh at all the teams tanking. A lot of fun. A lot of surprise. Let's give it up. For the guys in this league, yeah, oh, that was probably horrible but beautiful at the same time. Acapella, we don't have the audio capability because Chris isn't here. Welcome in. This is your Hi. new host of the show, Aaron Hunt for the week. I have my boy over here across from me, Tim Raider. Hi, Aaron. I can see your eyes. How you doing? I'm pretty good, and I can only see your eyes as well, as is per usual for every single episode that we do. We got a packed show for you. It's going to be a little shorter in length. You know, I think just Tim and I's style, we're going to get it done. Yeah, this is just to hold you guys over until we're ready for a championship. Wow, I almost said PowerPoint. <laughs> this is a podcast. This is a podcast. <laughs> I'll make we, a PowerPoint if you want to. We're not a PowerPoint-friendly show. We don't ex- expect that those will be around. Hashtag business students. <laughs> Hashtag business students. We did too many PowerPoints in college. We don't need them anymore. Who so them? to give you a rundown of how this show will go, we're going to do the week 14 review, and then we're going to do the bracket preview, see where the current state of the playoffs is. We'll do a preview of all the matchups, and we'll also highlight, you know, what really transpired, what is at stake, some of those scenarios that I know all of you guys are uh, dying to know. And oh yeah, as as we all know, when it comes to this show, as we'll get into in a little bit, you win who you win. Hold it at the bottom. Hold it at the bottom, Aaron. You got this. Come on. We got this. Come on. I think that works. Yeah, that'll that play. That's pretty good. That'll, that'll play. We don't need it, a soundboard, Chris. <laughs> yeah, that drop was brought to you by a spoon and an empty, <laughs> empty glass. Resourcefulness. That's Re- what we are. Resourceful. Absolutely. So I think, Tim, before we get into you know the content of the oh, show, yeah. why the people are listening, maybe we should let them know why Chris is not here with us today. Yeah, our fearless leader has he has not missed. Yeah, this year he's been the driving source for these podcasts for your entertainment. He he's our host. He's the person that drives it. Yeah, where where is he, Aaron? Well, I'm about to tell you right now. Ladies and gentlemen, there comes a moment in time in every man's life where he has to make sacrifices. He has to put priorities above others. And in this scenario, Chris Mitchum put a girl in place of the podcast. He is on a date currently. As we speak, we are recording this. Go, Chris, go. And he's on a on a date. We'll see how it plays out. He's She's a great girl. I've heard a lot of good things about her. But you know what? You got to close at the end of the day. I started laughing when we started this because <laughs> he started playing taps and I'm just like, my mind's like, it kind of sounds like he's dead. <laughs> he's, 
he, he's dead to me tonight. So any friends, anyone who's not an immediate friend, if you're out there you're listening, first of all, Chris would want us to thank you. How'd you end up here? Thank you. Reach out to us on all of our social media platforms. But he's not dead. He's just on a date with a girl. Like I just said, he's dead to us tonight because he's <laughs> not here and the show must go on. But you know what? We're going to be okay. So cheers to that. We have our drinks of the week. So I can go ahead and start on that. I've got a classic Angel's Envy. I think it's made its third appearance on the show now. It's, it's getting up there in the regulars. Yeah. So a, a healthy pour, I would say. I had a little bit that I needed to get down. So You got to try to do Chris's slurp? Oh, we'll see if I can make it as uh, gross Quiet as he does. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh. yeah, I just I just choked on liquor. I was I think I the worst slurping to Chris. Chris, we need you for the slurps, buddy. I don't um, know how Chris does that, but I just almost man, died. I wish we had a video. <laughs> <laughs> I almost died. Oh, oh my! Oh my well, goodness gracious! I'll let you recover over there. So I've got uh, a little bit of pisco from my trip to Peru in South America. Um, I'm not going to try to slurp it down, but it's delicious. Delicioso. That's that's pretty cool. I'm glad to hear that. All right, moment you guys have all been waiting for. Let's go ahead and get into the show. The show. Nice. All right. So week 14 is in the books. We got to talk about it now, Tim. Yeah, we do. Playoffs, the first week of the playoffs for this league's inaugural season. I mean, it came upon us like a freight train, and all of a sudden we're in it. This is the thick of things. This is where championships are made. Champions are made. Holy shit. Um, Champions are definitely born starting last week. Now, Tim, just your thoughts of how, you know, you're six and seven. You're outside looking in there for a couple weeks. You caught fire. How do you feel actually winning your matchup? I know we'll get into it a little later, but. Yeah, I snuck in there, man. It was, I snuck in as the sixth seed for points four. And honestly, I was a little pretty, my guys were pretty banged up. You'll recall on the earlier podcast, I ranked myself sixth in the final power rankings. I just didn't think my guys were going to be healthy enough to do anything, but we got that dub. That you did. That you did. And you put up a pretty healthy point total as About well. About 150. 150, yeah. And uh, as we'll see, Zach did not put up a good point total. Zach, I'm still convinced that you're not good, even though you made the playoffs. <laughs> final predictions. Or final, I guess we were talking all year. <laughs> Is Zach's team's good? Kind of. Kind of. Sort of. Fighting for, they'll be playing for that uh, fifth, sixth seed game, trying to avoid the last pick of the first round. I guess when Dalvin Cook isn't going off for 50 points, it brings you down to earth a little bit. So. Yeah, I mean, he had 100 yards and a touchdown, but 19 points, I will gladly fight that. So what are we going to do? Are we going to dive into this game or talk a little review? Let's just dive into your game. Let's dive into it. Let's go ahead and do it. So I'll do my biggest talking point is just that my guys all scored over 10 points and Miles Sanders finally showed up. That's why I traded David Johnson, Julio Jones, and a second-round pick for Miles Sanders. 29.6 points, two touchdowns, goes off against New Orleans' top-ranked run defense. That's all I got to say, really, Zach. Uh, I mean, I was nervous after a little bit of 1 o'clock action, but, you know, your your Steelers guys just didn't play, and Godwin, two catches for 25 yards. Yeah, I mean, when I look at Zach's team – with this matchup the previous week, Deontay Johnson 
eight points. The drop king. The drop king. He had how many drops did he have in that I game? I feel like in the last three weeks he's almost got like twenty. He has to. I mean, he's I, he's got uh, what do they call it in baseball? The yips. Ooh. Right, like if you like all of a sudden can't throw it to first base, all the, and you're like, oh, it's all in my head. I think it's the yips, that right? Sounds right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I actually a funny story when I was in elementary school, uh, we were on a travel baseball team, and we had this kid on our our team who forgot how to throw. And Ooh. so our coach had to teach him how to throw again. And I swear there was a practice in the gym when it was cold out where he threw the ball into the ground 10 times <laughs> and bawled his eyes out. He was crying <laughs> the whole time, like could not figure out hey. in his mind how to throw. A hey, honestly, I can sympathize with the kid. Mine's not a funny. I guess it's funny, but it's sad for me. It's why I quit baseball. It was like the first practices of the new league in sixth grade. And we we're just doing routine grounders to first base, you know, rotating in and I'd come up with to be a first baseman and, I'm pretty sure um, two times in a row I put the glove up to catch the throw from the shortstop, and they both times they hit me in the face. <laughs> so I did not finish that practice. I did not want to play that year, but I suffered through it. I stood in the very back, far corner of the batter's box. They stuck me in left field whenever I had to play out in the field, and my baseball career was kaput. It was dead. I had a, I had a similar story, too, and where I had a fly ball that hit me straight in the face, and Right after that happened, my dad looked at me and almost as if he just didn't want me to be his son. <laughs> son, I'm disappointed. <laughs> he was very disappointed. Anyway, we digress. So next up, we're going to just go back down. Let's talk about your game here. How about that? Yeah, let's do it. So we had me versus Team Mount Passmore, so Steven. And, uh, man, I got to give it to Steven. He gave his best shot. Uh, 141 points on the week. Uh, I believe that's second highest point total or no, third. Third to me, baby. Third of the eligible people we're playing because mm-hmm. Anthony had 150. Uh, but 141, that's a very healthy point total. He just ran into, you know, uh, one of the hottest teams in the league. I, I got to I gotta give credit where credit is yeah. to my team. Uh, 175, uh, really I was anchored by my dynamic duo of Tyreek Hill and Devontae Adams. They combined for 50 points. And actually, fun fact, Tim, did you know that since week four, Tyreek Hill and Devontae Adams have combined for 50 points every single week? I'm very sad. I will hand over the wide receiver crown to you. DK and D-Hop are a solid consolation prize, but I remember earlier in the year we were talking about who had the best receiver core, but you, you've got that, so does not surprise me. Well, thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it. Even though yours is nothing to slouch at, and especially uh, – the freak DK Metcalf, uh, he's going to be a force for oh, us yeah. to come. We're being nice to each other now because we really want both our teams and the other teams rooting for to die later. So, yeah. Uh, right. We'll start uh, off being nice. Absolutely. Got to be. Got to stay civil. Um, but then, yeah, if you look at some of the other point totals that occurred during the game, uh, man, my running backs did well, too. Austin Eckler, 22.6. David Montgomery, 24.5. I mean, hey, what happened with David Montgomery? Apparently, all my shit talking makes him play really good. He got pre pissed. So, he got pre pissed. So he's great. He's a great running back, Aaron. I hope he does. He's going to do wonderful things for you. And now he will shit the bed next week. So, <laughs> so like I said, how all my guys scored at least 10 points. There's a scenario with your lineup that had you put in Kareem Hunt over DJ Chark, all of your guys but your defense would have scored over 20 each. Yeah. That's ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, your, your team is torn with 200, it feels like, for four weeks in a row. So, very scary. Like I was saying last week, yours and Anthony's, I thought, were the two top teams. But I do not want to play yes, Steven. 
you fought hard, but, you know, Mike Williams getting hurt did you no favors, only lost by 34. Nothing really would have made that up, but gave it your all. So. And last thing before we move on, how about in the group chat when Steven was like, Cowboys D, are you kidding me? Because they, they had 16 the points. Hey, that's why I played them. You know, you yeah, played Bengals. I remember Don playing the Cowboys defense over and over and over. We're like, Don, stop, Don, stop. And you're like, Don, are you stupid? And then all of a sudden you're like, Hold I'm my playing beer. the Cowboys defense. Hold my beer. I'm playing the Cowboys D. They're like 31 defense. Yeah, so those were the two matchups in the winner's bracket of the playoffs. So the two we'll get into a little bit here. Uh, I'll just I'll lead off here. We got Clayton versus Hayden. Clayton took care of business. You know, we talked about his team all year long. He had injuries and everything, but he beats Hayden 133 to 110. Uh and that's with, I believe, David Johnson was in his starting lineup, and he was on the COVID list. So, you know, it, it, it does what it does. Noah Fant had zero points also, but Hayden's team has just not been the same. It's been a, a ugly turn down the hill for Hayden. Yeah, it really has been just a sad decline for Hayden, really, I think, ever since like four or five weeks ago. Uh, just hasn't been able to get things rolling. You know, Patrick Mahomes is still performing for you, which is, you like to see that. That's good. Uh, but outside of that, your running backs, what, what was a strength became a weakness. I mm-hmm. mean, Aaron Jones is not putting up the point totals. Ronald Jones, I think he got COVID this week, unfortunately. So hope he's okay. Yeah. But uh, yeah, just all the way around, the wheels kind of fell off. So hate to see that. Moving into the next matchup, though, we had Team Don Perignon. Don McCraig and team Chris Mitchum, team Fairlife. Uh, the point total here, 108 to 87. Woo. Uh, combined, they barely eclipsed my point total. <laughs> so, gross. yeah, pretty pretty gross there. Actually, Chris and I were sitting there watching his game. At one point, he had 67 points, did not even eclipse 70. We got a pretty hard laugh on that one. Yeah, I'm like watching this point total, and it's just gross. The projections were like both under 100 at one point. <laughs> yeah, it was not good. But, hey, nonetheless, Josh Allen continued to show out for Chris. You know, 21, he'll take that. It's not super high, but anything above 20, I think, for a quarterback is pretty good. Um, and then, you know, Calvin Ridley, man, bright future for him. So next year, look out for Ridley in, in that offense. He's going to be the focal point. Yeah, it's been a fun uh, power ranking or <laughs> power ranks. The four games here in the losers bracket, it's interesting because only one player was playing for their own first round pick. You have Clayton's first round pick. Don has Chris's first round pick, and I have Don's first round pick. So then, so everyone who doesn't know, uh, you win the losers bracket, you get the first overall pick. So there's incentive to win all the way through the year. Uh, same with even the guys who lost in the winner's side. They're playing to pick between 9 and 10. And that could be the difference between, I don't know, say like Rondale Moore or some other bummy receiver. So, I don't know. We'll see what Zach can do. I mean, yeah. <laughs> but before we move on. Uh... It's time. Steven. Zach. It's been fun. You guys have been fun players. I mean, I got nothing much else to say except for good year. Hopefully uh, you don't come back stronger next year because I'm going to keep winning. But you guys, I mean, Zach was at the bottom of the power rankings coming in, goes out towards the middle. Steven, your team, Chris is, Chris was like, hyping you up all year long. You, you had some incredible weeks. Um, 
Not much, not much else to add there, but pour one out for your guys' teams. And let's see who gets nine, who gets ten. Pour one out for the homies. And Tim, guess what time it is? It's time for which team, or which, sorry, quarterback, will Steven start? Haha, ha, just kidding. Doesn't really matter. You lost. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was about to start pulling out the projections and like, oh, I don't, I didn't even realize. I, like, I, had, to playing? I had to do it. <laughs> I like, had to do it. Oh, wait, Ashley, doesn't matter. <laughs> you are in the losers uh, bracket. RIP, IP. Rest in peace and pieces. Sorry, Steve. We love you, man. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. I think that'll do it for our uh, review of the first round of the playoffs. Yep. Let's take a look at the playoff scenarios, see what's what we got going on in the bracket, Tim. Nice. All right. Heading into the playoff scenarios for week 15. So, Tim comes out victorious against Zach Welch and the Broad Ripple swim team. So, Burrow's best advancing on. You had myself, Let Russ Cook, advancing against Steven, Mount Passmore. Uh, the two teams with buys this past week, so they were just chilling, didn't have to really worry about lineups, any of that good stuff. We had Stretch, and we also had Anthony. That we did, that we did. So I'll just go down uh, our brackets that remain. Sound good? Sounds good to me, Captain. All right. So in round two, we have Kyle Stretch facing you, Aaron. And current projections are Aaron 155, Stretch 126. Okay. And then we have <laughs> me up against Anthony. Current projections are Burroughs Best 149, Anthony and Team Uninspired Youth 146. Three-point game. And playing in the fifth-place consolation game are Steven and Zach. And currently, Steven is projected 140, Zach 130. And then we have the championship of the losers bracket this week, Clayton versus Don. Let's go, Clayton. And that would be a civil war for, I don't know, they've played at least, I feel like, two other times. So this is a game that's going to be coming. So Clayton's got 140 projected, Don 123, Don I need you to do. I need you to set your lineup this week, buddy. Like, I really want your first overall pick. <laughs> and what's funny is last week Clayton did not set his lineup. He had David Johnson in there who had COVID. <laughs> he had some other people who were out and still put up. Don played play Brandon Cooks last week, who was ruled out before the game as well. I mean, these guys are. I think they checked out. So hopefully we can get them in there. And then, uh, like I said, Hayden and Clayton will be playing for the third and fourth picks in the draft. Hayden could keep his, but obviously Chris's pick, like I said earlier, will go to Don. So Don wants Chris to beat Hayden this week. That he does. That he does. So, Tim, if we go back up to the, the winner's bracket and just take a look at kind of these matchups, let's start off with yours. Because I think okay. yours is probably the game of the week. I mean, you're looking I, at I the projections. Agree. I mean, at one point, I saw that you guys were 150 apiece in the projections as mm -hmm. far as point totals. What do you think is going to be the key for either one of you to pull it off and get to the championship? Um, it's going to take a lot of me dodging bullets from Derek Henry and Travis Kelsey. <laughs> the Yeti is out. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, I feel okay. And for me, it's it's going to be – so essentially it's going to come down to touchdowns. Whose guys score more, more touchdowns? I feel like we got a uh, – each team has a few nice matchups here. I'll just uh, list a couple of my of mine. So I've got Big Ben and the Steelers defense against Cincinnati. Last time that they played Cincinnati, it was good. Both accounts for me. Um, 
And then I've got DeAndre Swift back healthy. Josh Jacobs is no longer have any injury marks on him. Um, Ayuk versus Dallas with no Debo Samuel. I just feel like the 49ers are going to go Ayuk, Ayuk, Ayuk all day long. Um, D-Hop against Philly. And then Miles Sanders against Arizona. I'm watching Sanders to see if he can repeat that performance or if it was a, a, it was a flash in the pan and maybe he's the reason I won't win. But I think it's just going to be a touchdown battle to see who's going to win here. I don't know if you want to go over Anthony's side and do some of his highlight matchups. Absolutely. Derrick Henry. <laughs> End, of <story. laughs> End of story. That'll do it, folks. That, that's got to be scary on the other side of the aisle playing Derrick Henry, especially when he's going up against the the butt Detroit Lions. Yeah. That's but. He's projected 21.5 right now, but if he keeps it under 40, I'll be happy. Honestly, if he scores 30, <laughs> I'll be happy because, like, this is Derrick Henry season against a bad Detroit team who's got nothing to play for. I don't see any scenario where their Tennessee's having to actually pass the ball at all, um, which might actually help me with Corey Davis being in Stevens Flex. Yeah, it's not Stevens, Anthony's Flex. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And I think it's interesting, too, with Anthony. He made a couple pivots in recent days and with his lineup. Mm-hmm. He has Jeff Wilson in against the Dallas defense. Yep. So I think that's a high-risk, high-reward situation. You yeah, just never know how the carriers are going to break. Them. Yeah, definitely uh, playing for catches and touchdowns in that matchup. And then we've also got a little further down there, Nelson Aguilar on Thursday Night Football. No hands, can't catch. <laughs> and then, of course, the staples of – Travis Kelsey, the breakout star, Justin Jefferson, and his counterpart, Adam Thielen. They got to have like a cool nickname, maybe like the Mario Brothers or something. Something like that. I mean, all year long, you're like, oh, two Minnesota receivers. Man, what's the big deal? But they've just been really, really good every single week. So I'm really hoping the Bears defense can at least keep them both under 30, you know, ish. I'm just like playing with points here in my head, you know. We're both targeting about 150 to score, so I'm trying to like justify who needs to suck and who can have a really good game. So I don't know. We'll see. Yes, indeed. I think it's going to be a really interesting matchup. <clears throat> Probably going to be a pretty high point total. I think the projections aren't far off there. Let's go through my matchup, and then we will make our predictions of who makes the championship. Yeah, we'll do what we just did. You go through your lineup, call out your guys that you're rooting for hard, anything you got on your opponent, and then I'll go down stretches. Let's do it. So <clears throat> when we're looking at my team, you've got some staples, obviously. Tyreek Hill, it's a tough matchup against New Orleans on the road, but he has proven to be matchup proof. And then you also have Devontae Adams. I think the key there is they just got to continue to keep doing what they've been doing most of the season. Uh, and then when you also look at my running backs, Eckler scared me a little bit. He had that questionable tag. I was like, oh, no. Oh, no, not again. Not again. <laughs> no more running back injuries. But he has a Twitch channel and basically came out and said, yeah, guys, I'm 100% fine. So, yeah. yeah, it seems like a rest because he's coming off all the injuries before. So, Yep. Russell Wilson scares me a little bit. I think that Washington defense is on the rise. Uh, but I really like my flexes this week. Robbie Anderson, been really consistent. And J.K. Dobbins, I think, is going to be sneaky. I've actually been tilting a little bit, thinking, should I play Kareem Hunt, especially since he just went off for 28 points. But – I think J.K. is going to – this will be the breakout game for him. Yeah, you don't want you don't want to be chasing the points, especially in the playoffs. you got to play your guys um, and make those calls that you think can really, really win you the game. Um, if J.K. Dobbins becomes legit in these next two weeks, I mean, the, the nut is yours. The nut will be yours. So, 
that's going to be real interesting to watch, you know, against the Jacksonville defense. Um, and so on stretch side of the ball, we've got Melvin Gordon questionable currently uh, in his starting lineup. He will be playing on Saturday. I just remember there's Saturday football this oh, week. Me too. So th- that's insane. We've had Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. We've had Wednesday. We've had Thursday. We had Friday night football this, this year. year. We're going to, though. We will. There will be a Christmas Day game. Oh shoot! So there's gonna be Friday or Saturday this week. This is the I'll year make you nut. <laughs> I'll make you nut. Wow, this is incredible. Um, and so for stretch again, if he's going to win, the number one running back on the year, Alvin Kamara, needs to put up a monster, monster game against Kansas City. So he's gonna need Kamara to have with 15 targets. Um, in order to come out. Because, I mean, you look at Stretch's team, he was so good all year long, and now all of a sudden I'm going down the bench. I'm like, dude, you have nobody to shift to. Gesicki played well last week, but he's questionable. That's really it on the bench. And you got Richard Higgins and Jerry Judy in your flex. Judy, who has been, I mean, colder than cold for four four or five weeks in a row here. Um, his last good game was week nine when he had 24 against the Falcons. So he's just not been reliable. I'm sorry, Stretch. I mean, I, I sent it in the chat. I said, all right, so who do you think between me and Anthony is going to play Aaron for the net? Because goes, hmm. <laughs> I don't see a scenario, unless, you know, barring injury, where you win. Yeah, I think I can best describe this with saying, Stretch, I hope you're a doomsday prepper and you have shelter because <laughs> there's about to be a nuclear bomb that I'm, I'm going to put on your team. And I, I'm just I'm just, I'm really that confident. Uh, I just think that your team trends in the wrong direction right now. And my team, uh, I think you got to put up at least 160. Yeah, you're, you're, you're out here just like trying to be like, yeah, I'm about to drop 250 on stretch. It's like, <laughs> what's the record for points? I'm a double eight. Like, my guys, yeah, we got this easy. And I don't blame you for being confident. Like, if I'm stretch, I would be like, Who's the flash in the pan guy? Like, I don't know. I don't know that I'd play Jerry Judy. I might pick, you know, on his bench. He's got, I mean, the flash in the pan guy is Lynn Bowden Bowden for real. I don't know if it's Bowden or Bowden, so I'm just going to say both. But, I mean, there's really, I just, I'm sorry, Stretch. I am sorry. I try to talk myself into it in a bunch of different ways. But, Aaron, hopefully I see you for the night. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's how it's going to play out for me. I think the only chance that stretch would have in my mind is if Tyler Lockett has a random 50 point game again. Mm, yeah. And if Kamara gets like 30 or 40, Oh, that'd be shit for me. Cause I need DK to have a good game, but so stretch is going to need just monster performances to even like your point total. Like I said, you've been pushing 200 for weeks. You guys are just going off and they're all high volume, high scoring. It doesn't look like weather's going to be a factor for any of them this week. So I'm not worried about your team at all. So if you want, um, Move on a little bit here. Yep. So the other two games that matter for the draft picks, um, that's going to be Zach and Steven playing for that 9 or 10 draft spot. Um, and then we also have Chris and Hayden, again, playing for that 3 and 4 spot. Um, but in order of keeping this podcast short and sweet, we'll talk about the only other game that currently matters um, and why it matters especially to us. And that's playing for the loser to win the loser's bracket. The Civil War between Clayton and Don. Yes. So we've got Clayton, who is hoping, he's praying, 
man, I don't know what he's doing, but he is just maybe, maybe a, a rain, rain dance, a rain dance. I don't know. Yeah, he is doing something to try and get Christian McCaffrey in his lineup. I don't think it's going to happen. Yeah. Hang on. Let's preface real quick. Who do you want to win this game? I absolutely want Clayton to win. And I absolutely want Don to win. And we're you know playing, why? Because we're playing for the number one pick. The number one pick. Basically, Travis Etienne is going to one of us. And the other one will be sad. We're going to be watching this game with, I guess, I was texting Aaron, like maybe just as much intensity as my regular matchup. Yep. I mean, it's year one. I want that top pick. I got it from Don. Aaron robbed it from Clayton. I'm sorry. I mean, I, you know, I'm sorry. That's what it was. But you and I are going to be like, I mean, just like I said, we're going to be watching this game super intensely. But carry on. Talk about why Clayton's might have a chance. I don't know. Yeah, no, we will be watching this with extreme intensity for sure. I think for Clayton, you got to start with Mike Davis. Uh, he's going up against Green Bay. They're horrible run defense. So I think you can expect a pretty good point total there. Ryan Tannehill against Detroit. Naeem Hines against Houston. Keenan Allen against Las Vegas. I mean, all of these matchups are just so juicy. And if he gets Kenny Galladay back... I think that really pushed him over the edge. T.Y. Hilton dismantles Houston. Yeah, and then I'm going to go over here why I think Don's going to win. And then if you'd like, you can poke some holes in my Don's, and then I'll go back after that and poke some holes in your Clayton. Um, for Don, Aaron Rodgers at home, I think they're going to put up a lot of points. I think he could have a four or five touchdown day. Two, Jonathan Taylor has been the hottest running back of the past few weeks. The Colts have just ridden him like the workhorse we all thought that he was going to be. Uh, three, he's got Juju against Cincinnati. That's going to be a good matchup. McLaurin against Seattle is a good matchup. And Evan Ingram, believe it or not, against Cleveland is a good matchup. Cleveland does not guard tight ends that well. Um, I'm really hoping he does not play Brandon Cooks and maybe looks at just anybody on his bench I mean, currently Zeke's benched. I'd rather have Zeke over Cooks. I mean, Mecole Hardman's that flash-in-the-pan guy that, you know, you've seen it. He can score touchdowns in the blink of an eye. So I'm hoping Dom makes a couple little tweaks here and there. But, I mean, we got a 16-point projection right now in Clayton's favor. We'll see how it goes out, but that's I think Don's going to win. And I have Clayton winning. I think when you look at his lineup, he, I mean, it's been kind of a theme all season, but you see questionable pretty much everywhere. Uh, Keenan Allen, questionable. Julio Jones, questionable. <laughs> Kenny Galladay, questionable. Uh, but those are really solid players if they do play. So if he has those guys and they do come out and they are somewhat a semblance of themselves, uh, I just don't think that Don has the firepower to keep up. Yeah, Jonathan mm-hmm. Taylor, he's going up against Houston. He's going to run all over them. Aaron Rodgers will tear up to kick the Panthers. He's probably a top three MVP candidate at this point. Um, Smith-Schuster against Cincinnati, That you got to like that. But McLaurin has really trailed off. Brandon Cook seems to get injured every single game. Damian Harris isn't the same anymore as he was a couple weeks ago. I just think across the board, when you look at the projection, you know, 123, 139, Clayton going to outscore him by close to 20 points. I just think that's pretty accurate. Yeah, I'll give it to that. I, if it's an explosive game, it favors Clayton. Don needs to win this game by only needing to get 115 points. Clayton's going to need a couple of duds, which I think you know. I'm going to poke some holes. Ryan Tannehill against Detroit. We we're talking about it. 
it's Derrick Henry season. If he runs and scores all the touchdowns, that really limits the ceiling for Tannehill. I mean, if, if he has a no-passing pass, touchdown day, I mean, that could really hurt his 25 projection. Um, oh, Siri was wanting to say hi to everybody. Uh, stop. <laughs> stop, Siri. Uh, Keenan Allen, questionable. I'll give you the injury. Julio Jones, questionable. If those guys don't play, uh, who are we turning to at receiver? We've got... Travis Fulgham, who hasn't been good in forever. Denzel Mims, who's – I mean, he's Denzel Mims. Kenny Galladay, I, is he coming back? I mean, if Matt Stafford isn't playing, I don't see Kenny Galladay wanting to get out on that field. So yeah, and I, I see a couple of those cues maybe disappearing into outs. Um, the other thing I need to have happen is I need T.Y. to not have a T.Y. against Houston Day. He always destroys the Texans, but I'm going to need Clayton's confidence in T.Y. to, like, not help and maybe michael Pittman can have a good day for team Fairlife. yeah and i will say he does have cole beasley sitting there on the bench so he could pivot to him Fair. um cole's been doing pretty well as of late so i agree with you though i think if he's got some key pieces out don's got to keep it low scoring and maybe he'll have the edge before we wrap things up i think we forgot to get your take on who you think wins your matchup who i think wins my matchup yeah from the horse's mouth Oh, man, are you gonna Are you gonna tough. be in the nut, or this is tough. what do you What do you think is gonna happen? I call I was in our playoff preview podcast. I was saying you and Anthony were the top two teams. I was really, really, really hoping that the sleeper setup had like the worst seed going to play the best, and I'd get to play stretch this week, and you and Anthony could battle it out. Um, but that's not the case. It's kind of in a set bracket format, so unfortunately, I have to play Anthony. Um, Man, I am scared of Derrick Henry and Travis Kelsey the most. I, I don't know. I, this is, it's, I'm, it's legit. The score is 50-50. I'm about 50-50. If I got to say it, I'm going to say Anthony. I'm just going to do it. I feel like his guys just might have a little more pop. It's going to be touchdowns. I don't know, Aaron. It's a crapshoot. Don't ask me tough questions on here. I'm only here for the tough questions. It's it's 50-50 in my book, too. I think, honestly, this will be decided within 10 points. The, I could see that happen. The one thing that I am not a fan of being on this in this scenario is I have two guys on Thursday night, so I could, we could really know what's going to happen early uh, with Josh Jacobs and Darren Waller, and then he has somebody in that game. Let me pull that up. He has Nelson Aguilar. So we'll have a little sneak peek tomorrow, uh, by the time this podcast is out, maybe yesterday, on what's going, you know, how it's looking. Um, but it's, you know, it's going to be nerve wracking this week for me watching my guys. I will say that. I'm going to say the key, and we'll know pretty quick, is the flex positions for Anthony, because mm-hmm. that's really what gets him the big point total some weeks. Is Corey Davis randomly goes off for thirty plus. And he's got that other flex position that goes off for 20 plus. If Nelson Aguilar puts up like a 25, that's going to be tough. Yeah, it, it will. And those guys, like you, you just laid it out perfectly. I mean, it could be literally two targets, or they both could have 85 yard touchdowns. Corey Davis could have 15 targets. You really don't know. And then it does come down to Monday night for this one with my Steelers defense and Big Ben. Ooh. So, I mean, if I'm down by like 40, 50, I can talk myself into it. You have a shot. Yeah, with Big Ben against the Bengals defense, who I'm a Bengals fan. We freaking suck. I can't wait for the draft. 
Um, You're the biggest Steelers fan ever. I'm a huge Steelers fan this week. Let's go, Steelers! Steelers. Um, wow, that is. I could think I just threw up in my mouth a little bit. <clears throat> I'm gonna throw up. Oh my gosh! Wow, that. Am, am I dying? You might be. <laughs> my heart's soft, dude. <laughs> we gotta end the podcast. So sad. <laughs> I I root for the Bengals to lose more than anything these days. It's so sad. Once they get Joey B back, you guys will be fine. Plus, Just give me Penai Sewell at Penai three, Sewell. please. They, they're saying he's like the best lineman prospect in ten years. Please. He, I heard he's just a total stud. Give it to me, man. All right, well, Tim, I think uh, I think that's a wrap. I think that'll do it. Man, we kept this to under forty minutes. So yeah, I think that's. I think the editing solid. should be easy for Chris. We will shout out him for that. You know, he is the editor. Aaron and I would be no help. Trying to do this on our own. So. Yes, he will definitely need Surprise, to Surprise, Chris. Here's a little extra work while you study what he else at. And, uh, oh, I don't know. <laughs> I was going to say something weird about dating and everything and new relationships, but I'll I'll save it. You'll, I'll save you'll, it. you'll save that. Yeah, Chris, you know what? We hope your date is going well. We hope yeah. you're a couple drinks in, Absolutely. feeling good, you know, laughing it up. Hopefully you guys have a ball. Maybe we can even have her on the pod sometime. You're probably not even thinking about fantasy football right now. No. That's the last thing on your mind. Not just because your team sucks and isn't in anything. I told him that, (laughs) hey, I would come to the restaurant. I would be there for you. Oh, yeah. Be support. He didn't take me up on it. You know what a solo pod would sound like? Dude, I don't know. Sadness. That would be pretty sad. Sad. How do you vibe off of just yourself? I don't know. I think you'd have to do it in front of a mirror and just (laughs) pretend like it's too. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Of, of any of us, I think Chris would be the one to, to pull it off. But no, Chris, yeah, so. we, we appreciate the work. We always do the social media, the editing. You don't get enough credit for that. So thanks, my man. I mean, we got this. This is week two. We're playing for a chance at the nut. Anthony, I got to beat your butt. I mean, beat your team. Uh, Aaron, you're, I'll see you there, hopefully. Uh, and then also, P.S., comma, Go Don, kick Clayton's ass. If you somehow make the championship, I'm not talking to you all week. Dude, if, 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 that would be insane. Not going to try to jinx myself a whole lot, but if, it would be insane. It would not be a huge upset, but I think Anthony's the favorite right now. Yep. We'll see how it goes. Appreciate the time. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram. Yes, yeah, anywhere all, that you can. All like this league underscore pod, I do believe. And as always, you know, we must absolutely just get on there and lightly tap. Destroy, crush, dominate that like button. Click it, tap it, you know, just lightly. Be nice. Much like how I'm going to do to stretch his team. Just Ooh. destroy it. Stretch your goal. Annihilate down. it. And just, yeah, just Subscribe, click it. Subscribe, that like button. Subscribe. Everything that Chris says here. We're, we're just kind of rambling at this point. We are so, just you know, pretend like Chris is giving you the usual, the sign off. We're available on all social media platforms that are important. From all of us here at the pod, which is two, I am Aaron. I am Tim. Go on, get. Peace. Y'all boys ready for this? Powder folks, let's gather around for the best sports talk in town. We got our hosts, Darren, Tim, and Chris. Baby, can't get better than this. Give out all the power rankings. Laugh at all the teams tanking. A lot of fun, a lot of surprise. Let's give it up for the guys in this league.
Dude, that was I think that was pretty good. That was pretty good. A lot of echo that'll that'll be coming up, but you know what? It's all right. 